from Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com, it's The Relevant Podcast. If I was scared, I would. And if I was bored, you know I would. And if I was yours, I'm not. It's the week of January 7th, 2011, and this is your first New Year's edition of The Relevant Podcast. Welcome to 2011, everyone. Welcome. Um, I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me in Orlando Studios is the very lovely Maya Strang. Oh, thanks. You say that all the time. I felt like next <laughs> day. To, to her <laughs> immediate left is, uh, not to be overlooked, also quite lovely, Josh Loveless. I do feel like he, he's meaning it a little bit more. This is a new year. <laughs> it is. Hey, there, there's, there, you've upped the sincerity of your <laughs> compliments. Yeah. Uh, behind the wall of glass, our, our illustrious <laughs> producer, Chad Michael Snavely. I kind of feel it. Yeah. I, I kind of feel it. <laughs> Maybe it's the glass between us, Cameron. It is. And uh, all the, on the sky plane, all the way from Loverland, Virginia, Everybody's favorite. I don't know. Jesse Carey. <laughs> Hello. I didn't want to say everybody's favorite because then that's a slight to the other the no, rest I, of us. I really yeah. felt like you meant that yeah. when, when you said that. Yeah. Uh, he is everyone's favorite. No, no. Favorite. I don't mind if my, if my compliment is an offhanded uh, dig at the rest of the crew. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a new year and uh, we are excited to be back in the studio. We've been off for, uh, I guess, only one week because we did a best of podcast the week before that. But we haven't done a live one in a few weeks. So it's good to be back. Um, in the podcast today, we actually have uh, some great stuff lined up. The lead singer from a band in Kansas, uh, Jeremy Spring, he came through our studio. Hold on, is that a band in Kansas? Is that are you abandoned? Like you abandon your children? Okay, they've abandoned okay. Kansas. All right, I didn't know if this which was, was probably a wise move. It's a play on <laughs> it's a play on words. Okay, I didn't know if it's a generic band in Kansas. You didn't want to name. No. <laughs> okay, and uh, Jeremy Spring, he came through and he plays uh, some unplugged stuff from their upcoming album. So it's a first. You heard it here first. You know they've heard that joke so many times. What? I think they named their band that on purpose. Abandoned Kansas and Abandoned Kansas. It gets them so much press because of little uh, dialogues like this. I'm wondering (laughs) wondering if they still live in Kansas. They abandoned it. I'm pretty sure they... Well, when they formed the band, they did. When they they came through uh, the podcast about a year ago. They formed the band to get out of Kansas. (laughs) Right. <laughs> they're trying to abandon Kansas. Right. Yeah, but, they, they they formed the band, then they bought a van in Kansas and rode it out and abandoned Kansas. In the van in Kansas. Yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. They drove the van that they the van they bought in Kansas and drove it away. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, you'll hear first first here on the podcast unplugged stuff from their upcoming album. So that'd cool. be great. And also coming up later a. A special segment. In the new issue of Relevant, we make absolute guaranteed predictions for 2011. Bold predictions. Do they have anything to do with raising money and uh, if you don't give a certain amount, God won't do X? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So on the tails of that, our very own podcast Nostradamus, Jesse Carey, takes it even further. We have a segment coming up predicting 2011. Yeah, you're not going to... It's going to be a very interesting segment. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> wow, very so, interesting. So scintillating. <laughs> it's going to be a very interesting... Yeah, I'm very curious stay to see tuned. how it's going to go. I'm going to fast forward right now myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so stay tuned for that. But up first, entertainment releases. Uh, music coming out on Tuesday, January 11th. Cake is still making music. Wow. With the, uh, the album Showroom of Compassion. Hmm. That's coming out. Uh, Cage the Elephant is coming out with Thank You, Happy Birthday. 
Uh, Creed is coming out with a live Blu-ray. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> thanks for adding that, Chad. I appreciate it. And uh, what? Why did? Oh, I guess it's not a movie release. <laughs> so, okay. And then uh, Christian Stanfill is coming out with Mountains Move. It's a worship album. Go. I'm gonna go get a Blu-ray player now. I've been waiting. You don't have one? Uh, no, I just been like waiting for the bucks. R- been waiting for the right thing to come out to motivate me <laughs> to get it. So <laughs> to now, make the jump. Now getting to see the long locks up close. That's gonna be good. Uh, <laughs> movie releases coming out Friday, January 14th. The Dilemma, starring Channing Tatum, Winona Ryder, Vince Vaughn, Kevin James. You know that's the one where he sees oh, his friend's wife cheating on. It looks. I'm tired of this version of Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been this version of Vince Vaughn ever since Wedding Crashers, in my opinion. You, you mean like uh, the the post? Uh, what's what's the movie? Swingers, Vince Vaughn. Well, I like think where he's just kind of the where he just kind of phones it in every movie. Well, yeah, I think I think it really started happening bad with Wedding Crashers. He he doesn't even try anymore. Fred Claus, <laughs> all these kind of came out. I think I think there was some stuff after Swingers in between where he was good. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what they might have been. I can't remember either. Yeah, <laughs> but but this one, he's not even trying. Yeah. He just says well, things the exact same way. Well, and, and it, honestly, if you watch a Vince Vaughn film now, I don't even think they have a, they give him a script. They just show up and they're like, all right, Vince, this scene is about this. Just say some funny stuff like you always do. You know what you know? this Vince Vaughn is? Couples retreat, Vince Vaughn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like really forgettable. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, also coming out if you don't want to see that, which will be most of you, uh, the Green Hornet, starring Seth Rogen, uh, Jay Chow. Did we talk about that a couple weeks ago? I can't remember. Really, he's the like most random choice for that. You know, he's lost a ton of weight. Seth Rogen looks completely different, and he just looks out of place in all the trailers. Right. Well, well, but but I will say this: I will consider seeing the Green Hornet because Seth Rogen is in it. Just because I think it'll be interesting to see him in that role, even though as as funny as he is, he's also like Vince Vaughn in that he's the exact same dude in every movie. Can he carry an action movie? I mean, that's the thing. Well, I think that's okay. So I didn't want to see this at all. It looked terrible, and then I saw that Michel Gondry directed it, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. so you're kind of like, oh, he's not going to make a bad superhero dumb superhero movie right. I mean Seth, Seth Rogen might that's my concern right. well <laughs> Seth Hogan yeah Seth Rogen doing a superhero movie yeah. reeks of like Hulk or something yeah. you know just yeah. like so, so you're thinking like George Clooney's Batman right <laughs> right and just dumb and poorly I cast and, Batman. but yeah now, we, everyone has tried to forget but with that, that director yeah. like we we were early to a movie installed the 20 thing or whatever mm-hmm. or first look or whatever right. and they did this like more in-depth look at the filming and stuff and like the fight scenes like apparently this um his co-host who plays it's hold on what's the character name Tonto? No, um, Tonto. <laughs> it, was, it was Bruce Lee's show. character in, in the old TV show. Um, yes. Anyway, he's he's apparently like the Justin Timberlake of China, and 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 then but he corrected the guy who said that, and he said, "No, I'm more the Usher of China." Yeah. I mean, apparently, he's a huge deal, and he studied yeah. he studied like all these martial arts and stuff, and so like all these fight scenes are like shot because Michelle Gondry is like shot like amazing, mm-hmm. and then you get the comic relief of Seth Rogen and. Maybe it's going to be good. Okay. I'll see it. Kato. 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 There okay. you go. All right. There you go. Well, that's Tonto it. wasn't that that far off. Yeah. Kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the Lone Rangers guy, right? Yeah. Kato, I think it was his horse, wasn't it? <laughs> no, his Indian sidekick. Kato Kalen would have been a, a better yeah. reference, a closer <laughs> reference. Yeah. Well, well, maybe he would be, maybe he's in the movie, Kato Kalen. <laughs> I hope so. He's With an the act- hair. He's yeah. an actor. 
He and Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. make an appearance. Uh, all right, that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Uh, stay tuned. Up next, slices. Hey, did you know that right now you can subscribe to Relevant Magazine and receive four free albums? That's right. Subscribe to Relevant for one year for only $14.95 and get four free albums. The first album is out now and features live performances and studio tracks from podcast favorites like The Civil Wars, Love Drug, Ives of the Band, Josh Garrels, Sleeping at Last, and more. Check it out at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe. You're listening to the Decembris. The song is "Down by the Water." Sounds like an old spiritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's playing right now on Relevant FM. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Arcade Fire with "Ready to Start," which is also playing right now on Relevant FM. Check it out. Okay, it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right, I, I actually have a twofer today. So they're both kind of quick. So, uh, but they're both about uh, something kind of cool with helping the homeless. Now, the first one is the the company that uh, makes the Snuggy, okay, All Star Production Group, um, mm-hmm. is uh, you know I, they they've claimed that they've sold twenty five million Snuggies since two thousand eight. I believe it. I how, have one. How, that uh, that is a prolific amount of Snuggies. <laughs> so, how much are they? Like twenty bucks a pop? Yeah, uh, fourteen ninety nine. I think you, you can probably get like a custom one that that's even more than that. So, if they yeah. sold twenty five million and Re- retails for fourteen ninety nine. A lot of them they've done direct to consumer, but a lot right. are now in stores. Yeah. So the store ones they'd only make about seven fifty, but split the difference. You're you're talking that these people have made over four hundred million dollars making <laughs> blankets. <laughs> the Snuggie is a four hundred million dollar a year industry. Does Dang that it. include the one they made for the dog? Oh yeah. yeah. We bought that oh, for one of knows? our friends. Who even we knows that <laughs> Okay. Well, well. Anyway, obviously they are are doing well because they have announced that they are donating one hundred thousand Snuggies to the food banks of New York to give to <laughs> people who go to food banks that that need uh, you know some, something to give them warmth. Now they can go, and there is a hundred thousand Snuggies available for the underprivileged people of New York, thanks to this this good successful company. I think wow. in one fell swoop they move from underprivileged. To privileged. Let's be <laughs> In one move. That's how you get people out of poverty. The cy- break the cycle of poverty. Snuggy. Snuggy. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. longer. Yeah, I mean, it, you just, yeah. I mean, if you see someone walking around in Snuggy, you're like, you know what? I'm going to give that guy a chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they walk into he's, job interviews and they're yeah. Snuggy. Yeah. It's like, you know, that guy's trying to get back on his feet. He's, he's wearing a Snuggy here. You know, he's not lazy. He's, you know, <laughs> He's comfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're actually envious. You're like, I wish I was as comfortable to be wearing a giant fleece shirt right now. So, okay. The, the, second, uh, the second story in this two-part slice, um, you guys may have seen this. It's been a, on the news a lot lately in the last couple of days. Um, there was in Cleveland, Ohio, um, 
a, a newspaper uh, videographer was driving down the road, and, and there's this, uh, this panhandler, this homeless guy who stands on the side of the highway asking for, for money. But his sign says that he has a great God-given voice. And so the, uh, the, the videographer goes up and says, hey, you know, I'll give you a couple bucks, but I want to hear what you're talking about. And I don't know if, uh, uh, Chad, if, if you might be able to just to do a clip in. The video's on YouTube. The guy has the best broadcast voice. I have. I mean, it, it's, it's shockingly good. It, All is, right, Chad, it is really good. Chad, pull it, up, pull it up for us. Let's listen to it. Hey, I'm going to make you work for your dollar. Say something with that great radio voice. When you're listening to nothing but the best of oldies, you're listening to Magic 98.9. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Why and can't this guy get a job? Well, well that, that's what, basically, he goes on to explain to the newspaper reporter. He went to school for radio, and he actually tells a really cool kind of brief story about how when he was a kid, he went to a radio station on a field trip. And the DJ didn't look anything like what he thought he would because of his voice. And this guy told him, you know, radio is theater of the mind. And so since this kid, since this guy was like 14 years old, he's developed this just amazing voice. Wow. And he got he he ended up getting into radio, but he kind of briefly alludes to getting really caught up in alcohol and drugs. And uh, he's trying to he says that. He's two years clean, but he, he kind of wrecked his life, and he's trying to put it all back together. And so the, this reporter uploaded the video to YouTube, and this was just in the last week or so, and it's, it's gone viral. Um, and as of uh, this past week, the Cleveland Cavaliers have offered him a job. Really? Wow. And they haven't. Uh, they're working out the details. Is he going to play ESPN.com? Is he going to play shooting guard yeah. for the Cavaliers? They need, they need, they, they're really struggling. The uh, they're going to bring him off the bench. Um, yeah, they, they were one in nineteen in December. So are <laughs> they really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're yeah. like, we need a voice. <laughs> we don't care. So who I, don't, I don't know if you'll be like Just the Scotty guys, D, like like the 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 MC of the games, or no. feel like no, they got that guy who's like. He's he, they, their guy is kind of famous. The he's not as famous as, as the Detroit guy. He's like boop 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 Billups. Not that he's kind of he's like that around. guy though. Yeah, the Detroit. People. Yeah, the Detroit guy. Yeah, no, I don't. But, I doubt he'd be doing games, but he's probably gonna do other stuff for the organization. Maybe promotional stuff, yeah. but also NFL. Well, no, films. it would be radio. I would think. You, well, could a guy like that radio? isn't gonna be like the the play by play guy on radio. Yeah, that's true. That's. But maybe he'll but do he, their promo and marketing stuff. Yeah, he does a couple oh, yeah. other in the in the YouTube video of him doing like what he could do as promos, you know. But you really feel for the guy. I mean, he, you know, I mean, who knows what the what the what his real story is? But it's kind of cool that you know someone showed interest to interest in him, posted this video, and now the guy, like I said, the Cleveland Cavaliers and NFL Films has also exper- uh, expressed some interest in possibly hiring him. NFL Films has Lots that really famous voice guy. Like, yeah, he sounds like, but he's getting really old. He's like one of the owners, though, isn't he? Is he? I think of the NFL. But films. he's been doing that for fifty years. He's got to yeah. be almost dead. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, so they just I, got I this guy's a backup. Use him as like the primary guy, or to say coming up next, you know, on so, NFL films. Yeah, those were two really maybe, uplifting uh, slices. Maybe Jesse. we can. What the snuggies was uplifting? <laughs> I think it's uplifting. <laughs> I enjoyed my snuggie, although I use it as a blanket. When I lay on yeah, the couch, you don't, don't use it. it as a snuggie. It's just a cheap-looking blanket. Well, I'd trip if I like, walk. <laughs> Have you ever gone it. out in public with it? No, you haven't. I could. You I, want I, me to? No, I'm just curious. It's like walking around with the uh, hospital Blue. dress with the back open. Well, hey. You have to wear something else with it. Does it not have a back? Wait, wait, oh, I'm, bri- I'm doing it wrong. Ooh, yeah. you- 
<laughs> when we have another baby, I'm going to bring it to the hospital. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Jeez. <laughs> All right. And wear it around. All right. What do you have? Um, so you guys have probably spilled a drink or coffee or soup or something on your lap at some point, And you're like, ah. That sucks. I, I wish I had a Snuggie on. Yeah. <laughs> I assume McDonald's me. back in the 90s. Did the you? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that happened to Kramer at a movie theater. <laughs> he was trying to sneak a cup of coffee in his oh, hands. Oh, right. <laughs> Jack and Giles. <laughs> Who told you to put the ointment on? I told you to put the ointment on? The balm. Who told you to put the balm on? Yeah, the balm. <laughs> <laughs> I love Seinfeld. Um, yeah, y- y- users can YouTube that. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they can. Yeah. Right so, if you watch the homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. In the comfort of your snuggie. Okay, I'm going to go now. Okay, every time she, <laughs> she'd open Sorry. her mouth and you would say something. <laughs> and then she'd open her mouth and you'd say something else. It's quite impressive. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, apparently uh, pilots dri- driving, flying the plane around can have beverages up in the front with them. Well, this one pilot on a United Airlines flight going from Chicago to Germany um, was having a cup of coffee and it spilled on him and it spilled all over the controls oh my gosh. and everything. And so they had to make an emergency landing in Toronto, which are like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. But what's, what it's, I think it's kind of funny is when everything fell all over the controls, it sent out a s- distress signal of 7,500, which means you've been hijacked. <gasps> oh. Yeah. And then, so apparently they were able to somehow get it to send out 7,600, which just means they've lost, com- or no, then, the, sorry. Which just means that he spoke coffee. Right. <laughs> That's what 7,600 7, is. Yeah, no, so first 7,500 went out, which means they're hijacked, and then 7,600 comes out, which means they've lost communications. But wouldn't the hijackers change the distress signal once they get into the cockpit? You'd think. Well, now they know what it is. That's yeah. a good point. Right. It's like, they're like, no, no, it was just coffee. Yeah. It was just coffee. Yeah, it was so. just coffee. Ignore the hijacking signal from a few <laughs> minutes ago. Meanwhile, we haven't found the plane. <laughs> yes, but that's we, the, we've I, heard it's just coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really it. I just thought it was really funny that coffee uh, sent out a hijacking signal. Yeah. And yeah. that I think they shouldn't be allowed to drink beverages that close. That was a strong brew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like step back or something. <laughs> I don't know. They should have a beverage cart behind them. Yeah. yeah, it should or, have lids or with straws. They, they could try something called a lid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, they should wear one of those uh, helmets that you wear at yeah. the football <laughs> game with beer <laughs> in it, or not beer technically. Yeah, yeah, I don't want my pilots up there drinking beer in a helmet. No. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Yeah. One, I don't know why. If my pilots wear a helmet, I kind of feel like I should be wearing one. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think drinking and flying is that great of an idea. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was funny. Yep. What do you have, Josh? Uh, well, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, the tension in the Middle East uh, continues to be uh, to be intense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's tension. There's tension. We're still uh, we're still wrestling with the idea of peace over there. Uh, and so uh, recently, this last week, um, tension uh, has built to an even further level that you probably haven't recognized um, even through CNN because they haven't reported this. Uh, the Saudi Arabian officials have reportedly arrested a vulture suspected of being a spy for Israel. Like a real vulture? A real bird. bird. <laughs> they have arrested it. Um, according to reports, uh, they, uh, the Saudi uh, intelligence, agency, intelligence agency found a bird in the woods and uh, saw that, let's see here, uh, that it was wearing a transmitter and had a leg bracelet uh, bearing the words Tel Aviv University, and they arrested the bird. And this comes right after. This isn't the first time Israel's been accused of training wildlife. 
Last month, there were reports swirling around Egypt uh, that Mossad, which is Israel's foreign intelligence agency, was behind a series of shark attacks in the Red Sea. Send, send they That Egypt was upset, believing that Israel was sending sharks into the water to attack tourists. So apparently, yeah. Israel has this wildlife <laughs> aspect of the intelligence agency where they are sending animals, but the animals are being arrested and somehow people are finding out they about it. Could, could you little. imagine the yeah. damage Israel could do if they found out about cups of coffee and what they can do? <laughs> <laughs> I know. No. I'm telling you. I, I love it that huh. you, you said it said on the, on the, on the, on the anklet or whatever, uh, the transmitter said Tel Aviv University yeah. on the vulture. Yeah. I'm picturing there's like some college kid in <laughs> He, he's like reading on the internet like this. He's like, oh no, I'm going to find a new science project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what I pictured is there was a Tel Aviv University football game and at the end of the game, they released a bird and it was the vulture they and it didn't fly back at the end, right? Yeah, yeah the right. vultures. Didn't fly back, ended up in the woods. There's a transmitter attached and now the Middle East violence has increased as a result of it. Well, so, th- that happened at the Falcons game. Rec- or maybe was it a bowl game? All I know is a football game recently where the Falcon, who was like the mascot, like is supposed to do a lap around the stadium. Yeah. Anyway, it left the Falcon. Is you call him the Falconeer? Falconer. That's what I thought. Yeah. The Falconer. The Falconator. The, fa- <laughs> the Falconer. The, yeah. The, the, the Falconator l- let loose. It didn't make the lap. It just flew straight out. <laughs> out. Lazy. They ended Done. up fi- finding it downtown like a couple days later. At a pub. Lazy. It was arrested. Did the yeah, sharks have lasers on them? I know. I know. There's, there's so many weird things about this. Like, who's in the woods looking for vultures that Israel is sending over if, if right. you're in Saudi Arabia? Uh, and then secondly, like, are people like now at peace that this vulture is behind bars? Right. Where is vulture jail? Well, I'm going over there in March. I'm going to Israel yeah. and Palestine, <laughs> and I didn't. And and they, for the trip, they want to know my blood type, and so it's ob- well, it's obviously in case I have a wildlife attack and I need a blood transfusion. I guess <laughs> don't go in the water. But now I, I I knew that there would be military dangers and fighting. I did not realize that I have to watch out for animals now. Israel is tricky. Yeah. Sharks and vultures. Wow. Yeah. And sharks with lasers. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that'll do it for slices. Stay tuned. Up next. Jeremy Spring. Even when my luck is down, I take joy in knowing that I'm But if my vices are You're listening to Yay Sayer. The song is Matter Red. It's playing right now on Relevant FM. Jeremy Spring is the lead singer of a band in Kansas. Uh, the band was named one of Alternative Press's 100 Bands You Need to Know in 2010 uh, when they came out with their debut album. Their new album is on Goatee Records. It's called Ad Astra Per Aspera, which is Latin for To the Stars Through Difficulties, if I pronounced it correctly. It's set to be released in March. Jeremy was on a living room tour playing old and new songs uh, when he stopped by our office to perform. Here he is performing Close Your Eyes.
choir surrounds me And all I have to do is breathe In the same way your spirit envelops me
That was Jeremy Spring. You can check out his band, Abandoned Kansas, at AbandonedKansasLovesYou.com. You're listening to Crystal Stilts. The song is Shake the Shackles. It's playing right now on Relevant. I think that's about the vulture. Dot FM. It's a song to vultures mm-hmm. to shake the shackles. Yeah, if off you are of your life in jail. Yeah. Okay, it's time for Jesse's 2011 predictions. All right. Well, how, how this is, you know, I consider uh, the the crew here, the the panel of of hosts, culture vultures, not of the spying. Not nature. me. I shake. I shook my shackle. <laughs> <laughs> you you are no longer tethered to the Israeli military. So congratulations. Um, but I wanted to, what I wanted to do was to throw out uh, some scenarios and get the panel to say which of these is most likely to happen in 2011. So I have a couple sets of scenarios here of related things, and I'm pretty sure that at least one thing per set is definitely going to happen. So for example, in 2011, Apple will finally release the iPhone for Verizon, or this is the one I think is more likely, the McFly app for the iPad will finally be released, turning the iPad into a tiny Back to the Future style hoverboard. Nice. Because if you would ask anyone in the 80s if we would have a hoverboard by now, they would say yes. It's true. Yep. We have those wiggle boards. I remember in the 80s when that movie came out, and it was like, oh, that's, oh, that'd be amazing. I'm like, there was like all these rumors, like, like it exists. Like, there, you know, companies are just trying to work it out, make yeah. it safer, but the technology's there and it'll be out within five years. Yeah. I'm very disappointed that 2011 has let happen. us down. I know, for yeah. sure. I, I, I'm pretty sure they're just purposely withholding it right now. Right. They're like, you know what? They're just too fun. They're training <laughs> uh, military animals to ride them. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Like little bull, for, for, like yeah. bulldogs. They're training yeah. sharks to ride hoverboards. You have right to. You have no, to. bulldogs ride, ride skateboards. So very well, yeah. They'd probably fly little bulldogs around. That'd be terrifying if like a thousand bulldogs on hoverboards came towards you. Well, you drop your gun a, and run. How, you defend, how, how could you possibly defend yourself against that? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's why all the birds and fish have been dying because they've been used for mm. the training. Yeah. 4,000 birds okay. dropping out of the sky dead. I know. 2011 is going to be a terrifying year. Okay. Apocalypse people. But the animals will turn against us. <laughs> With the, the aid apocalypse. of hoverboards. <laughs> With the aid of little tiny hoverboards. <laughs> iPad hoverboards. <laughs> so I think we determined that's more likely than Verizon getting the iPhone. Agreed. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so which of these, this is a movie-related one, which of these is more likely? The Coen brothers, you know, they've been doing some some really dark kind of Western remakes, No Country for Old Men, True Grit. Will they remake the 1999 flop Wild Wild West mm-hmm. and make it a dark, violent thriller? Was that the one Will with Smith Will Smith? Still. Okay. Yes. Starring Will Smith and, still. And, okay. Yeah, still starring him, <laughs> okay. but directed by the Coen brothers. Okay. It's going to be very dark, probably NC-17. Oh, my. Um, wow. What is Will Smith yeah. doing? I uh, some dark stuff. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> or do you think James Cameron will release a sequel to Avatar in 4D? So now we will be able to smell the Navi. Well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm. Smell the vision. I like. I mean, the- one of those is going to happen. So yeah. 
I think the Will Smith one. Yeah, I think it's time that his career went to a dark place. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see Will Smith in an NC seventeen. Well, we still want to see it. I want to. I'd rather, I would though. rather smell a Natavi than, than see Will Smith do NC seventeen stuff. I will say that that Tree of Life and or whatever they call it in uh, Avatar, I'm sure it's very fragrant. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So. <laughs> They only get better from here. Oh, good. <laughs> I was worried. All right. So we so we've we've covered Apple. We've covered Hollywood. How about the world of social media? Mm. Will Facebook's value continue to balloon until Mark Zuckerberg trades it straight up for the Netherlands? <laughs> Which I think is a pretty fair trade. All everybody wins. Uh-huh. The Dutch as well as Zuckerberg, or. To reduce the incidences of the fail whale because of server overload, will Twitter reduce its character count to 14 characters? Mm. I don't know. Are things going smaller or bigger in 2011? What's your prediction, Jesse? Oh, I, I predict uh, they will go much smaller. Okay, all right. So then maybe the Twitter thing. Yeah, is, I like the uh, Twitter thing. And Zuckerberg is holding out. I don't know for for what uh, amount of money, but he's he's shown... Uh, incredible uh, discipline to hold on to Facebook in the face of uh, of money. But he may trade it for something just like outer space or something. Or I the know. Ocean. Yeah. I know. Netherlands may not be enough. Yeah. The president. That's a good maybe? point. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe as you long have as the whole country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we'll go with uh, with Twitter. Yeah. That sounds. Yeah. Good. Twitter sounds good. So, so this one, you know, I looked at some uh, movies that project a likely future, and. Unfortunately, it doesn't look good. Um, so if one of these, which one of these do you think is unfortunately the most likely to be a movie future for 2011? Reign of Fire, where dragons take over. Uh-huh. V is for Vendetta, where the government takes over. Uh-huh. Or Waterworld, where we have to deal with the double terror of a worldwide flood and Kevin Costner. <laughs> and sharks with lasers. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and potentially Israeli sharks everything. with lasers strapped to their heads. <laughs> well, it's got to be the third one then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think sharks that's lasers, most it? likely. It's yeah. already happening. I mean, it's, 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 in it's production literally now. already happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyone ever see that movie? Waterworld. I owned it. You did On VHS. <laughs> never once watched it. Wow. <laughs> what? Did you purchase it? I got it for a dollar. At, oh, you know, one of those blockbuster remnants or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, for a dollar, I could I could use it as blank tape. I could put a <laughs> tape over the thing, you know, but uh-huh. I never watched it. <laughs> it it was actually that. cheaper than a blank tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a simple one. Jetpacks or flying cars? Both. Jetpacks exist. Flying cars exist. No. I, I just... No, just... jetpacks exist. Didn't you see at... Um, yeah. Comic Con last year, but, but, but I but I did see it, which was an amazing video right. on YouTube. By the way, you can watch that after you watch the homeless man and the Jackie Child Seinfeld clip. Um, but I mean, like commuter jetpacks, where everyone has them in the garage and they shoot to work. Okay, they yeah. exist. They're for sale. It's eighty thousand dollars. It exists. Sounds like a steal. Why don't you have one? I don't have eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> this is something you would get. Oh, I'm telling you, when we lived in the condo, we were up on the 26th floor downtown, and I I could see Winter Park, I could see work, and I'm like, if I had like a tether line yeah. or something, yeah. I could get there in 30 seconds, yeah. but it's going to take me 15 minutes with traffic, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I really did think one day this could actually become like a dock for jetpacks. 
this is the balcony. Mm-hmm. Well, it, you know, I'm just thinking out loud here. Is there anything legally stopping you from running a zip line from your old apartment? <laughs> like I legally, I don't if know. you were just to do it and then zip line in. Every morning at 8.55, we'll I fly feeding. overhead yeah. <laughs> with my backpack on. If you did it in conjunction with tourism, you know, and you charged admission, I think Florida would be all about it. Yeah, Turn true. it into a theme park, yeah. they'll endorse it. Yeah, no, you, just, you just don't tell the city. Just run the zip line yeah, and just, just zip line it. Door. But but honestly, like personal jetpacks can be purchased. They're they're you have to sign a lot of waivers. It's eighty thousand dollars, and they're made to your specific body specifications and stuff. They're made custom. You can make flying cars. Just put uh, the helicopter thingy on top of it. That's uh, then a helicopter. <laughs> no, it just that's like the kind of flying car it is. No, it's a helicopter. It's, you're just saying take the helicopter chassis and just turn it into a car chassis, but it's still a helicopter. It's a car well, I think 2011 is the year to experiment. No, if you take that. a cop car and turn it into a, a helicopter, <laughs> then it's a copter copter. I think that a could be huge. Copter. Yeah, I think that could be huge in 2011. Uh, well, well I, no, you I, just I, take I, your I, iPad hoverboard technology and put a whole bunch of the iPads under the car, yes. and then it hovers. True. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. That's smart. So, but anyway, to answer your question, to answer your question, it's absolutely jetpacks. Okay, fair enough. We'll we'll mark that. Um, This one goes into the world of television. Which of the following will most likely take the role of Michael Scott after Steve Carell's Mm. departure from the office? Mm. Donald Trump, George W. Bush, who I think would be wildly entertaining in the role, (laughs) or the boss himself, Bruce Springsteen. The boss. I think I think Dubs is a great option. Yeah. So do I. I mean, he's not working right now. No. Right. Well, they're not. they're opening his library. He's working on that. He's having to read a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he actively working on the library or? <laughs> this is what he does. He he putters around to keep himself busy and working but on the library. Could you imagine him as Michael Scott? I think it would be great. I can actually. Yeah. yeah. And there's Yeah, it yeah. would be good. I think I think that's a sad thing is we all can. <laughs> I'm yeah. not I'm not saying anything bad no, about No, 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 never. No, 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 no. He's kind of got that goofy personality. So then you could know? you conversely see see Steve Carell as the leader of the free world? You Steve Carell or Michael Scott? <laughs> uh, yeah. To me it's one and the same. I yeah, mean, yeah. He, it's not um, like he's got I, acting chops. I would chops. love to live in that world. <laughs> I would love to live in that. <laughs> Could you have, yeah, diplomacy, uh, you know, the whole WikiLeaks things, you know, we've already been embarrassed enough with our diplomacy. You know, Michael Scott's an open book. He's got nothing to hide. That's true. You know? That's true. So, all right. Do you, do you want to do a couple more? Sure. Hit us. Okay. And then Chad, then Chad can <laughs> remove the boring ones and leave well, the funny ones. Yeah. Remove the ones that uh, didn't go over so well. Yeah. Oh. So, so you just that put crickets give, behind. Give Chad more options or booze. We just, <laughs> yeah, booze. I was actually yeah, or thinking, just insert booze. I, re- I don't care. Actually, as you were doing this segment, I was, I was reminiscing about a realization I had about Everybody Loves Raymond. Everybody Loves Raymond, you know, is, is, is funny. I mean, if you watch it, it's not always my kind of humor, but it's funny and they say funny one-liners. But the whole thing is they get the four characters in a room and yeah. they just say one, you know, remarks to each other that are like one-liners, right? But the, the crowd is uproariously laughs. Yeah. And so then you're like, wow, this is, this is funny. Yeah, hilarious. But there's a YouTube clip of, of Everybody Loves Raymond where they removed the laugh track where they actually this is how they recorded yeah and the 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 pacing and the gaps are so awkward i mean it's not funny at all and then Mm. they add in the 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 laughing and so those pauses make you know 
And I was thinking, this segment needs a laugh track. Huh. <laughs> and then everyone that, was like, this really is the most hilarious segment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's the same humor. It's just way funnier with a laugh track. Mm. I think yeah. it's a great idea. I think we should do it. So, Chad, if you could take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> on these last few, on these last few, let's add a laugh track. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. So, here's one for, for the world of sports. You're supposed to laugh there. <laughs> everything's funny in this. Wait, <laughs> it's going to be inserted in post. The world it's not even sports. a joke. It's just, it's yeah. just, I'm just talking, you know? It's a woohoo sports. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's some cheers. <laughs> yeah, it's a guy, it's that already guy in the audience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anybody here from Cleveland? Woo! <laughs> 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 yes, <sports>. I am. <laughs> the voice. Yeah. I like sports. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, this is going to go downhill quick. Okay, Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Will he? So we're doing the sound. Okay, sorry. Chad, yes. Chad, Chad will do it. We're going to have to do it for him. <laughs> Brett Favre, will he make one more comeback for a season, gloriously take his team to an NFC championship before throwing a heartbreaking interception to lose the game in the final minutes? Or been there, done this that. One has, <laughs> twice. This one has uh, uh, three. So will old, mean, bearded, retired Brett Favre continue to make unsolicited homemade Wrangler commercials in his backyard, <laughs> despite no longer having a co- contract with the Gene Company? <laughs> or will he literally become the weird old pervy guy from Family Guy? Oh. Here, you muscle on paper boy. <laughs> I mean, with with the recent allegations, it's looking like that's a likely path. And I I love the old gunslinger too, but well, I'm call, calling a spade a spade here. I think number two leads to number three, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I think that yeah. they're both inevitable. But next year, we may be looking at a shortened season. Potentially, what's been thrown out there is a nine-game regular season because of the issues between the owners and the uh, players' union. So that makes me cry. If there's nine games that happen next year, potentially, and this is kind of wacky. Brett Favre could come back if he doesn't have to do any spring tra- spring training, any sort of uh, training, camp. training camp, and only has to play nine games. I mean, there, there is the a stipulation small... is they're going to take his cell phone away. Right, right, right. He can't play <laughs> no with cell massages. phone. I love what their, the Vikings head coach, Leslie Frazier, said mm-hmm. this week about the possibility of him coming back to the Vikings. Yeah. What was that quote? Um, he said, I don't see any any reason why I would or any scenario where where I were across my mind to fly down to see Brett Favre and ask him if he wants to come back yeah he cannot conceive he, of any scenario where it crosses yeah. his mind to I was do like, that thank wow. you he, like he he somehow managed to say a quote that sounded incredibly diplomatic but was the most insulting yeah. thing yeah. you could possibly say it was. And, and, and all Vikings fans rejoiced yeah. but nope. you know who might make that flight is the Dolphins seriously they have no quarterback situation i mean not to turn this into a sports segment but in a nine game season next year brett Favre might get somebody knocking on his door and it might be someone in a dolphin's helmet and and a helmet the (laughs) dolphin's beer helmet well yeah yeah like in the they'll be in a suit yeah wearing the (laughs) The dolphin's helmet (laughs) yeah but it's not the dolphin's game helmet it is the dolphin's beer helmet yeah 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 yeah. that's that's what's key you, you know what the Leslie Frazier quote reminded me of when I read it? You know how it's so articulate is when Michael Scott tells Toby on The Office, 
I hate so much the things you choose to be. <laughs> like it, it was the football equivalent of saying that to Brett Favre. Literally, literally. That's true. All right. All right. So <laughs> we'll, we'll do one more. What <laughs> this looks really bad <laughs> in means it's not funny. What is more likely to be found the source of dangerous carbon emissions to the atmosphere? Al Gore's mansion, or the combination of spray tan and hairspray being emitted from the set of Jersey Shore season three. (laughs) 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 I knew when I wrote it, I'm like, okay, I'm going back to the Jersey Shore. Well, it's getting desperate. (laughs) But understand, understand, I I, I've had at least some part in 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 crafting the 2011 predictions, even if it's been a minor role for like four years. I have tapped these jokes dry. That is true. That is true. Um, well, I, I would think it's, it's obviously the Jersey Shore. That's far more likely to be a risk. Mm-hmm. In, in a lot of health concerns, not just uh, global warming. I think a lot of environmental concerns. And some, some other, yeah, some STD concerns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they go swimming in the ocean, STDs get in the water. Yeah. And yeah. That's how it spreads. <laughs> yeah. they'll, 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 they'll use it like a weaponized thing, like, uh, like the sharks. I think exactly. they've been recruited by Israel. <laughs> they, just let, they, they, they send the cast of Jersey Shore to Egypt. They found Jay Wow in the, uh, in the woods in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. The situation, she's, she's, been, she's been arrested. The situation hasn't shook his shackle yet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that'll do it for Jesse's bold 2011 predictions. Stay tuned. Up next, Jeremy Spring. listening to Maximum Balloon featuring Karen O. The song is Communion and it's playing right now on Relevant FM. That Latin title that I read earlier for uh, Abandoned Kansas's upcoming new album, it's, it's actually the Kansas State motto and it's the concept for the new record. Nearly all the songs refer to heaven, the sky, uh, flight, the stars, and the challenges along the journey. Um, Jeremy Spring said, this record is a story about where we are headed Uh, without forgetting where we came from. The stars aren't fame and money. The stars represent heaven, or better yet, the presence of God. We're aiming for the stars, yet we seem to find ourselves in the middle of storm after storm. It's a story of how we've been able to maintain high spirits and use our valleys as fuel to create new music. Here is Jeremy Spring performing The Golden State. I can tell your heart is a forest it hasn't rained here in years And I came around and the whole place caught on fire I left you here California is burning like a cigarette Flick the ash into California is burning The whole state's gonna fall in If you don't stop falling for me 
sky starts tonight in this town all the stars are in better on the ground the whole world watching to see what they will do they ignored all the California is burning like a cigarette Flick the ash into the sea California is burning The whole state's gonna fall in If you don't stop falling for me Drown in tears, but I'm already past it. And love, it will not betray you, dismay or enslave you. It will set you free. Be more like the man you were made to. There is a design and alignment a cry of my heart to see the beauty of love as it was made to be California is burning the gonna fall in if you don't stop falling California if you don't stop falling if you don't stop falling if you don't stop falling for me I will burn with you when I return to you. That was Jeremy Spring. He's the lead singer of Abandoned Kansas. You can check out their current album on Goatee Records. You're listening to The Rocket Boys. Uh, the song is Brothers is playing right now on Relevant.fm or Relevant.fm. Sorry. Uh, 
Okay, it's time for your feedback on our last live episode. So not the best of, but the one before that with Robbie C. and the Avon Conspiracy. We asked you what you'd like to see here on The Relevant Podcast in 2011. You guys went over to the podcast episode page and right there in the comments posted your replies. Here are a few of our favorites. Uh, Chad B. would like to have uh, more games by Jesse, as he has previously done. After he listens to this episode, he'll probably second guess that. <laughs> he like he like for you to make them uh, more challenging, though, make them harder. I don't know how. I'll be honest. I, I don't know how much more obscure I can make the questions because <laughs> <laughs> usually it's just the most insane things I can find on the internet. Yeah, and he'd also like to have Adam and Lloyd on at least once in 2011, which we can probably do. I think we just, if we can't get them, we can get some impersonators. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we can get the guy from the YouTube video. Yes. Who can come in and do their voice. (laughs) Maya, one one user is asking you uh, that they say that they enjoy dance music too. Maybe the relevant podcast could do a top 10 good songs appropriate for a dance party sometime. (laughs) So I, I would recommend just picking up a jock jam CD, but I would love to hear your opinion as well. And he would like to see a video podcast. You don't want to see a video. No, podcast. you really don't. We were watching one on ESPN the other day. One video podcast. It was it was the or the radio ESPN show? shows the radio shows. You know, Mike and Mike is there. Yeah. But but, but the worst is the cowherd one. Yeah. Because cowherd, it's yeah. just him alone in a room. Yeah. And yeah. it's like terrible. I like his radio show. The video thing doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't want to watch. I want to just listen. <laughs> we, we saw it for like five minutes. I was like, this is why we don't it, do a video exactly. podcast. This is exactly why you don't do a video yeah. podcast. Yeah. So that, that, that isn't going to happen. My bold prediction. Because at least Mike and Mike is like in a studio. They bring guests in. And you they know, look at they each they other when they talk. highlights and stuff. Yeah. We look at each other. When we yeah. Talk. And they look at each other. But Colin Cowherd just stares not at the camera. No, this is weird because Maya always sits in the corner facing the wall when we do this <laughs> podcast. So no, no eye contact at all. This the weirdest part of the Cowherd one is when he plays, you know, the clips, you know, whatever, but they're kind of long. Mm-hmm. And so he, he presses the button. And then what you're watching on TV is him sitting there staring at nothing yeah. for like a minute. Yeah. Right. And you're like, why am I watching yeah, this? Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. So anyway, that's why you're not going to get a video. And he, he's mildly creepy looking. Like, I don't think he's a guy I just want to be staring at in a room alone. <laughs> you know? He could be in that Will Smith remake of Waterworld. Yeah, he could be, yeah, a part of his, like, he could be the Kevin Klein character. Yeah. Wild Wild West, not Waterworld. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I guess, you know, we'll leave well enough alone. We have some, we have some tricks up our sleeve coming up. Uh, Maybe that means we're perfect. <laughs> uh, no. No. Chad, Chad can uh, vouch for I can the only, facts. I can only receive this as we we produce a flawless production. <laughs> yes. yes, yeah. Back before Chad joined the team, uh, I, I edited the podcast myself on the weekends as kind of a labor of love, and and I'm the only one who I, I would take like eight hours to clean it up. It took an hour to record it and eight hours to make it listenable, and uh, now now Chad <laughs> has to do it. So the the thing of a video podcast, it would be terrible. Us unedited. It would be horrible. It would the, be horrible. The, the only way it would work is if we had a, a live studio laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, everything you need to know in life, you can learn from everybody loves Raymond. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I learned that lesson a long time ago. Yeah. Well, thanks for your feedback. Uh, it's time for this week's question of the week. Editorial question of the week. Okay, so in this podcast, we've given you a lot of links. We should be gifts, if you will. Gifts. 
Yes. Uh, things to go watch on YouTube and things you may not have seen yet. Uh, what, we were thinking, how fun would it be if you also gave us links? And so we're thinking for this week's question of the week, we want you to go over to the podcast episode page and post your favorite videos, online videos that maybe we haven't seen yet. So it, we don't want the ones that are like 17 million views, like the Dougie dance and stuff like that. We want stuff that you've may, maybe recently discovered or hasn't kind of broken through yet. And, and keep in mind, this is an audio podcast. So like, you know, make sure it's funny to listen to as well as watch. For example, if it's someone falling off a trampoline or, <laughs> or crashing their car while ghost riding the whip, one, I've probably already seen it. Dude, <laughs> Does, do you remember when we played back in like 07 uh, when we played the grape stomping lady yeah. on the oh, podcast? Man, that was that classic. Was that works audibly as well as visually. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, five ones that are hilarious oh. if you just have headphones. Oh, 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 oh. And then they had the remix. Remember so I did yeah. song? Oh, 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 <laughs> oh. Like, yeah, I remember that. Right. Uh, Tosh, Daniel Tosh, um, at the end of his first season uh, before they could you know, before people really knew that even if it would last more than five episodes, he, he ran a list of people or things that he would like to do web redemptions for. Yeah. And the grape stomping lady was one of them. Be, I would love to see be awesome. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. She needs to embrace that. She does need to embrace it. I agree. Yeah. Because I mean, everybody's seen it. It was on family guy. Everyone has seen it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. They're right, still so, hiding it. You know, so, so go over to the podcast episode page and right there in the feedback or in the comments area, post your uh, favorite YouTube videos or, or viral videos. And we will play our favorites on the podcast next week. That'd be a lot of fun. Yep. Many thanks to Jeremy spring for coming through. You can check out his band abandoned Kansas at abandoned Kansas loves you. Dot com. Notice they don't love Kansas. <laughs> um, Lovesyou.com. Uh, they, they're working on their new album now. It is set to be released in March on Goatee Records. So uh, make sure to look out for that. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. Oh, I'm Maya Strang. I'm Josh Lujan Loveless. I'm Jesse Carey. That's uh, Chad Michael Snavely. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. For more, go to relevantmagazine.com. If my pilots wear a helmet, I kind of feel like I should be wearing one.